Cold Storage is a podcast where each episode we pick a different story from the long history of comics and dissect and review it for your listening euphoria. Join us as we stumble our way through some of the most important storylines mixed with some of our favorites. Enjoy. Welcome to another exciting episode of Cold Storage, brought to you by Oak Heart Genuine Spiced Rum. I am one of your hosts, Callie, along with... A hint of oak from smoke and charred American oak. Mm. Wait, a hint of smoke from oak. Uh, I'm Spencer. And I'm Ryan. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes even Ryan. Yep. Um, Sorry, everybody. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, um, Callie. Yes. What what you been up to, buddy? So a couple things. Um, I just discovered they're coming out with an absolute edition of the entire fourth world. Um, I didn't know this. I ordered it. Uh, you pre-ordered, pre-ordered it. Dude, your it. wife is going to kill you. She You're is. You're the pre-order king, man. I know. It's, it's 150 bucks on Amazon. Oh, my gosh, dude. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I pre-ordered that um, actually today, right before I so came So the absolutes here. are the oversized. They're oversized slip covers. So they're like, it's like tall and. They're basically, yeah. they're basically what your uh, Conan books are. The, okay. The, what does Marvel call them? I don't know. I, I forgot. Know. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that's so. It's basically it'll probably have like some extras and stuff. Damn. Yeah. Uh, so like the omnibus I have um, is the entire fourth world, but also has like uh, DC Who's Who in the back and uh, the Hunger. So give Dogs. me that one when you get the new one. The Hunger. So Dogs. what's the new one gonna have in it? <laughs> um, I think it's just the main series, and then like two specials in the back. Uh-huh. So wait, you're buying something that is less than what you got before? But it's the thing is, is it's absolute edition. <laughs> 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 I want to be there. I, please record it when you explain this to your wife. Like, I want to hear you. Well, be she, like, she asked me that sometimes too. She's like, um, "I'm like, oh yeah, look, this came in." She's like, "Don't you already have that?" I'm like, "Yeah, but in like a different format." <laughs> but like, this is absolute. Yes, but this one's more expensive. <laughs> yes, oh. wife. What part of absolute are you not understanding? <laughs> so that's the one. That's uh, yeah. So I, I'm excited. Um, I, yeah, I know it's stupid because I have the omnibus. But at the same time, like, dude, can you imagine like a, a foot tall version of the fourth world in a slipcover, leather bound, like just? I don't think it's gonna be leather bound, dude. Well, my uh, Kingdom Come one is it's so leather it's, bound. It's, it's got leather. Yeah, it's like a leather case, like a leather. Uh, the book itself. Yeah, the wow. hardcover is leather. Wow, dude, <laughs> I didn't know that. Dude, I have no leather bound books. Mm. I don't smell of rich mahogany either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I got that, that reference and appreciated it very much. <laughs> and uh, dude, I can't believe you pre-ordered. You're gonna cancel it before, dude. I, I won't. Won. No, it comes out uh, 2020, like around my birthday. So oh, hopefully, so that works out. Just, yeah, yep. Hopefully, it'll work out just perfectly. Dang, dude. Yep. And then uh, what? What have you gotten recently, dude? So 
I put a bid, the highest bid I've ever put on a single <sighs> issue of a comic this week, dude. Oh my goodness! What is it? I didn't win it. Thank goodness. <laughs> but my my top bid was $135 what? for Shit. this single issue of a comic. Yeah, dude. What was and it? And I know that some of you people that are listening are probably like, dude, I Yeah, that's nothing for some people. On, but... Yeah, like on the newest copy of a comic. But uh, no, it was uh, Headline Comics number 37. That's the one I think I showed you guys that uh, Je- Kirby and Simon did. But Jack Kirby is actually on the cover. It's a photograph of Jack Kirby as like a mobster. Uh, oh, so yeah. He, he's actually on the cover. And then Joe Simon plays a cop who's handcuffing the mobster. So they're both, you only see Simon's arm. But uh, yeah, it's just a photograph of Jack Kirby on the cover. And I want that one so oh, bad. That's dude. awesome. That's yeah. like, that is my holy grail. But that is that much money? Dude, so it ended up finally selling for 190 my, mine was like crap, 135 dude. but uh before this i've only seen cgc graded versions on ebay this is the first one that was a loose copy so that's why i thought like i could get it mm. the cgc graded ones the cheapest one i've ever seen go on there is two or uh 300 bucks so get out of town jeez louise yeah. so i was hoping because this one and it had some writing on the cover and it wasn't graded i was like oh dude this is my chance so i'm like I bid up to a hundred wow. and like I was automatically outbid and so I was like, oh, dude, do I go up to like 120? I was automatically outbid because somebody bid higher, and I'm like, okay, I'll do 135, but there's no way I can justify going higher than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it did. It went higher. And uh, wow, wow, dude. But yeah, that was like the most on a single issue. I mean, prior to this, it was that stupid. Forever Jimmy people. Olsen. Oh, Forever no, people. Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Oh, hmm. the first appearance of Dark Side, and that was ninety. <sighs> Dude, it sucks when you have money to spend on comics. Like back in the day, I didn't have it, so it was never like a temptation. Right. But now it's like you got a little bit of cash in the bank, you can buy your kids lunchables this week, or you. Can <laughs> buy a comic. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, dude. <laughs> Just. Yeah, it, and the thing is, like now that I've, I'm collecting almost everything that's affordable. And so I'm getting to the point where, like, the stuff I want to get is starting to become the yeah. less affordable options. Mm. And so I'm looking for, like, like lower-grade single issues that are still, like, affordable. Because once they start to get to be a better grade, they're, like, way harder to get a hold See, of. See, now, now I'm back to the olden days. I'm back to the, like... I'm gonna have to ask my wife for like five to like. Can I get this new issue of Conan for five dollars this month? So, but you know, my circumstances have changed a little bit. But, but yeah. So I'm. So I ain't got nothing recently. I don't have nothing. Well, you got a couple of Conan. I think you've got. You're right. Since we talked last. God bless you. You you gave me one and some other great stuff as well. well and plus, well, you got some like ones. yeah, some huge Conan omnibus editions. Uh, yeah, but I got those. Well, yeah, maybe I guess I did get another one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, volume two of the Conan the Barbarian series, uh, the omnibus volume two of the omnibus, and those are fantastic. So right now you've got. Both volumes of the regular series, and you got Savage Sword. And then right? one of Savage Sword, and number two of Savage Sword is coming out, I think, in November. Dang, dude! And I, I could not be more excited about that. And then volume three of the Barbarian series is also coming out later this year. I think maybe in dude. January. Okay, that's a pretty penny, man. But yeah. those, the Savage Sword stuff is the stuff I want most. Yeah. So, real quick, weird question, I guess. Um, what is the one series or 
book or whatever, no matter. Because I remember when we talked to Dan Fraga, and he said, Fraga, sorry, Dan Fraga. And he talked about how Dark Knight Returns, he would buy any edition, any kind of thing they come out with. Hmm. What What's the one book that you, or series that you guys would buy, no matter what format, you're going to get it, even if it's multiple versions of it? The one I just mentioned. Okay. The two I just mentioned. Okay. Yeah, you have already. Oh, yes, from. indeed. I, I, Dude, honestly, I won't do that. I, really? Yeah, yeah, I won't. The only one I've done it with is I had a soft cover of... Jack Kirby's Fourth World Volume One Omnibus, mm-hmm. and uh, and but I decided I wanted the single issues, so that's the only reason I have that. Mm. In fact, you listeners can have my Omnibus edition. I'll take want. it. All right, cheers, man. Uh, right. I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, to me, dude, I won't. I don't see Double the benefit of owning two, unless, yeah. like, for example, I had Superman or actually Comics Number One. Uh, I would buy a reprint so that I could read it. Like uh, I wouldn't sure, read that right, one. Right, right. If, if me reading it is going to lower the like value of the comic, then I would probably get another one. But that's the only time I could think of doing okay. it. Okay. What about yeah. you, Kelly? New Frontier. Uh, well, I would say that. Except I, I, I used to have the two soft covers, and I got rid of those and got the absolute edition instead. Uh, and so there are some books that like. Do you have the original issues of it. Uh. No, I no. only have a couple of them. No. I don't have the full series. There's some books that I've bought and I've purchased. Um, like, for instance, the Alex Ross uh, Justice League. I had the individual um, large, you know, the the treasury the size, treasury yeah. size uh, Justice League series. There's like six volumes. So I, I bought the Absolute, and then I, I gave away those six the individuals. individuals. So there's things that I've doubled up, but I never keep the doubles. Mm. So this fourth world thing is the first thing that I, I'm planning on keeping both of. That's well, what dude, I did with my Conan. Ryan, I got rid of my, like uh, my Savasaur to Conan, the dark horse reprints. Mm-hmm. Like I oh, got, yeah. I got rid of those when I was getting the omnibus. Oh, you did? For, and, and I'm going to get rid of like the next couple of volumes when I get the next omnibus. So I'll just give those to you guys if you want them. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I kind of got rid of my, yeah, it's because it's hard to just because those things well. I read them and stuff. So like, it's hard to justify. Yeah. Two, but but the thing is like I don't know. Like I I I kind of want like a, a like a, a one of them that sits on my bookshelf and one to look through that's out in the open. Mm. You know. Yeah. So I I don't know. There is something too to be said about um, like the omnibus editions and like the oversized books. That they're hard to sit on the couch and read. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. So big. Well, yeah. That, that freaking behold Galactus that we have. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that is. Awesome. That's like, oh man. Yeah, sitting on the toilet reading that. <laughs> Dude, that was that was such a pain in the butt to read. It was beautiful. Oh but, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's a. It's definitely. It's like a size of a newspaper. Oh yeah, except it weighs it's, yeah, like it weighs, fifty pounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and even just some of the like the regular size, but like the thick books are like not right. that easy to read, dude. right? Because you don't want to break the spine, so you don't want to like open yeah. it too much, and so you're kind of holding it not very all the way open. And yeah. Trying to and support getting it in want. like the yeah. like the edges of the pages that are in the crease is so hard to like right. read the whole thing. So there's something to be said for keeping like your trade paperbacks just right. so you can read them yeah but, for sure but yeah. they make these books so pretty like oh. these hardcovers and stuff and it's like it's yeah it's why it's hard to let's say no you know yeah. it's just like yeah tantalizing i couldn't resist with like with all the conan stuff just because of the all the extra crap 
Yeah. And it's so nice, man. Yeah, that those Conan books are probably the best I've ever seen as far as collected editions goes. Uh, Especially and with I, all the stuff. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's what Marvel's doing with all their so. omnibuses oh gosh, now, I, I think. So. Dude, that would... Yeah, they should. I mean... But, yeah, they should. The I hope is, they are. Like, the one thing I don't like about uh, like regular collected editions is you don't see the letters columns and stuff like... I love letters columns. I've right. always read them. I remember, like in the '90s, like in my Image comics, I'd read the letters columns all the time. Like, or I remember Sin City Image col- or, uh, letters columns. I would read, and hmm. there'd always be a thing where Frank Miller would write a page of stuff, and like that stuff was awesome. And when they go and collect this, they don't. Right. What I really like about letters columns, that's why I prefer original issues to a lot of other stuff, is the um, when you read the original issues. You can see what the what the, um, what the uh, popular opinion was. Yeah, what the, yeah, like how people accepted the comic right. when, it, when it was coming out. So so you can give it a point in time like uh, analogy or reference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I really like that, and it's so cool. Like the Conan ones have all that stuff in there. Yeah, and the house ads and unused yeah, covers right. and behind the scenes. Yeah. Original layouts and all this yeah, crazy why not, stuff. Why not man? do that with everything? That's ridiculous. They should. They dude. should. Oh, I did pick up uh, the Demon Number One. Oh, oh yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah, Another big so, Kirby Number One. Yeah. So I, I, pr- I think I've got the uh, pretty much the Bronze Age Number Ones. Yeah, and I've got a couple Number Twos and stuff. Of Kirby, you mean? yeah, of Kirby. Yeah. Damn. So you got Commandy. Yep. You got Demon. Yep. Omac. Yep. You got uh, all the fourth world number uh-huh. ones. New, well, uh, New Gods Forever. New people. Gods Forever people and Mr. Miracle, but no Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that one's not a number one, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, Kelly, well, you've you've been teasing a story. Yes. Oh yeah. To yeah. us for okay. the last couple of weeks. So let me hear it, man. So at work, and this kid's standing in line, and he's got uh, a uh, Jim Lee Superman shirt on. Mm-hmm. It's like a a uh, what are those a compression? It's like a compression shirt, but it has like Superman on it, and there's a big old Superman symbol in the back, mm-hmm. and these pants that look like they're the galaxy, right? So they're like <laughs> like he's out in space. His pants are in space. Is he like a raver? I didn't ask him. <laughs> I'll tell you the question. I did ask him in a moment. <laughs> so um, so anyway, we pull his car in, and uh, he's got a Deadpool keychain. <laughs> a house key that is like the Kingdom Hearts keychain, um, and he's got a. Uh, I want to say, oh, it was a it was a Batman symbol with ha 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 on it. Oh yes, because of the Joker. Great, right. yeah, nice, yeah. Right, yeah, awesome. So, so this is a hot topic, gentlemen. Correct. So, okay, I'm like, hey, uh, I tell one of my guys, I'm like, go ask, pull this car out, and go ask this guy if he likes who Jim Lee is. And he's like, if he likes who Jim Lee is, or if he, <laughs> do you like who oh, he is? Do you like who he is? Or oh, no, do you think no, no, he's oh, kind sorry, of sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I meant to say, oh, oh, do you like? So do you like Jim Lee? You haven't been drinking anything. I know. I know. It's weird. Do you like who Jim Lee is? Well, you know, he seems like kind of a phony to me. Yeah, he's <laughs> kind of like a. Uh, <laughs> so I said, I don't love his Instagram feed. <laughs> he posts too much. <laughs> I said, go ask him if you like if he likes Jim Lee, and he's like, no, no, he's too embarrassed. I'm like, okay, so I pull it out and I pull it around and I'm like, hey man, here you go, and I, I pointed at a shirt and I'm like, oh, so you like uh, Jim Lee, huh? 
and he's like, he looks at me with puzzled face. He's like, no, it's Superman. No, he's like, Superman, he, sure. Yeah, yeah, he like kind of looks like, um, who, who's Jim Lee? And I'm like, oh, uh, the guy that drew your shirt? Oh, thanks. Thanks so much for the, uh, the information. Like, what's the deal? Yeah, what's the deal? <laughs> he, was, he was genuinely like, dude, thanks for telling me who this is, you know? And I just, I just handed him his keys, kind of shook my head, and just like walked away. Okay, Callie. Yeah, I'm gonna play devil's advocate because it's my favorite thing to do with you. It's my favorite thing to do with you. Okay, welcome to the game Devil's Advocate with Spencer. You you should have a segment. You should. should. (laughs) Devil's Advocate segment. Okay, so Callie, your shirt you're wearing there. Let's say I know the artist's name, (laughs) and it's. it's uh, Jerry Epstein. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, you're a Jerry Epstein fan. And you'd be like, N- who? The, right, the, I would, yeah. The child molester? I would, yeah, I would be. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and Jeffrey Epstein. Jerry Siegel. Is his name? <laughs> oh. you yeah, no, you're right. It's Jeffrey. You're Jeff right. from, the sub, from Subway? Yeah, that guy. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey from Subway. Actually, it could be the same guy, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> you don't know who the artist is of the T-shirt you're currently wearing. How can you expect everybody to know who the artist is of the T-shirt that they're wearing? Okay, so here's the thing: is I genuinely went up to him, expecting him to tell me that he liked Jim Lee. Yeah, that's Dead the problem. Serious. Somebody could totally. This could be a famous artist you're wearing. Somebody could be lo- could love that artist. Based and- on his keychains and the bumper <laughs> stickers on his car, I assumed that he knew who Jim Lee Kelly. was. Wait, based should, off his Deadpool keychain, you, should you know thought better. he would know who Jim Lee is. Well, you gotta think. You should like, know better, dude. Deadpool, Rob Liefeld. Nope. nope. Jim Lee. Nope. Extreme Deadpool, Studios. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, exactly. Yeah. Everybody would uh, equate Ryan Reynolds before Rob Liefeld. 100%. Not me. That's because you're a comic nerd, dude. Yeah, you're a dork. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got Kingdom Hearts and, and Joker. No, that guy him. is cool. <laughs> okay? You're a dork. He has Kingdom Hearts and a ha-ha okay, Batman. Okay, you're right. Maybe came. next time I should not assume that he would know who the You definitely is. should not assume that anybody knows who Jim Lee is. Dude, it's like you walking into my house and being like, oh, man, Ivory Holmes? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who built my house. Okay, what if I go to you and say, oh, so you, you're a Jack Kirby fan, huh? By the way, John Buscema drew that. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's John Buscema and uh, Stanley. Okay, Kelly. Oh, I love destroying Kelly on the podcast. It's my favorite thing ever, and we've gone over the level so much tonight. Try to maintain a, a normal volume, all of us. Will do. We're sorry, listeners. Enjoy uh, our review today, Wolverine by Chris Claremont and Frank Miller. That's a good segue. I'm the best at what I do, and what I do is hurt people. I am Wolverine, written by Chris Claremont, drawn by Frank Miller. And you're actually Callie. I'm actually Callie. Which is a girl's name. Yes, it is. (laughs) And I don't hurt anyone. Yeah. Wait, what? Huh? What? Yeah, I don't hurt. I'm not good at anything. You're best at. You are the best at what you do. Yeah, you're the best at what you do, and what you do is don't don't harm anybody. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, and sell tires. I'm just saying. You told me you gave me a good deal. You would give me a good deal. I brought my car out to you. 
Anyway, this last time I couldn't make it out to you, and I just went to the the closest yeah. one that near me, and they gave me like I walked out of there like richer than when I <laughs> really yeah uh, they gave you money like why is Jason hooking me up so fat and you're my best friend and you won't hook me up maybe he looked at your history and saw hey Callie hooks him up I'm gonna hook him up yeah yeah it could be true mm. and why are all the discount tanager uh, tanager jeez why are all the discount tire managers bald because it's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a good answer. Like, uh, I mean, how stressful is it? Is like, oh my gosh, can I rip this person off today? I, I don't want to rip this person off, but I feel like I need to. Dude, retail. No. Retail is a special kind of hell. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We For a short that. period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Do people throw fits about like records and and tapes and stuff oh dude i almost punched a lady in the face once working at a at a record store (laughs) yeah it's yeah okay all right i'm just wondering i I actually really liked my time working at the record store oh i I still dream about it do you really i do (laughs) it's my favorite job i ever had but still it's it sucks dude retail sucks god bless you all you retail people out there it's rough I got a proposition for you, dude. Please. I've been thinking about a business, and it's not record store, um, but similar. Okay. What if cassettes? I I, I mean, yeah, Hipsters dude, love along, cassettes. Those, along those lines, dude. Oh. But uh, what if we opened up like a VHS rental store, dude? Wow. Dude, the hipsters would be all yeah all over that dude it would totally come back if but you we be able to get a VCR. like the thing is is i know that it happens but what kelly said is the only hurdle right so you would have to own vcrs that you could rent out to people like do you remember back in the day when you could actually rent yeah. vcrs uh-huh. <laughs> at video uh, yes, express I do. dude we used to blockbuster yeah <laughs> yeah we used to have to do that before we had a vcr so you would have to find enough vcrs in workable shape to be able to make this work but like, it's how much would people love going into an actual VHS store and browsing? If we moved to Austin and yeah, opened that right. up, yeah, right. for sure, we would yeah, be rolling it. wouldn't work it. where we're at, for sure not. But, like, maybe maybe Salt Lake it would work. It, it, but, yeah, you're possibly. right. If it was, like, somewhere like, yeah, like Austin or San Francisco or something. Even it New York it could probably work. But, dude, that seems like it would be, like, the best thing ever. And you would have so much fun, dude, working at a video It'd be store. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I worked at Blockbuster for a couple of years. Oh, you did? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. You did? Yeah. How did nice. I not know this about you guys? You Blockbuster? Blockbuster bros. It was, like, right when uh, VHS was turned to DVDs. Sci-fi. Right in the, the right VHS in the mic. didn't actually turn into a DVD. I don't know if you know the science behind it. When but. it was changing. Uh, the Anyway, um, in fact, there was this kid that stole his parents' car. <laughs> and he drove through the window of the blockbuster I was working at. Oh my gosh. The cops pull up behind him and they draw guns. And like me and my buddy were um, talking and walking through the shelves as we racking them. And the two aisles directly in front of me were knocked over. The third one I was standing at. Dang. Was not, but the kid had driven in right in front of me. Like, holy crap, dude. Went flying. It was insane. I got nothing to top that. That's good. Anyway. I didn't know you worked at Blockbuster. The one on 12th Street? Uh, no, the one in South Ogden, like oh, up by where Denny's is, right? Dude, that's the one I would have gone to all the time. Hmm. Was it before Greywell? Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I don't know if I probably would have run into you back then, but uh, dude, 
But yeah, that's the thing I missed out on is I hear it was a good time working at the video rental stores, dude, back in they the day. They were fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good time. Dude, Quentin Tarantino worked at a, a video rental store, dude. There's this creepy dude that would always come in and get the, the Olsen twins videos. Oh, no way. Yeah, I can guarantee <laughs> that dude is not. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Trouble in Paris or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it Trouble in Paris or is it Get in There? Or is <laughs> I just don't. I don't think he was using them for wholesome viewing. Let's just put it that way. Wow, dude. Yeah, that's the thing is now it's so much more easy to be a pervert. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Back then, you actually had to go and face a person right. who knew that you were a pervert. Thanks to the internet, you can find other perverts that have your same perversion and yeah. make you feel more normal feel about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Those rewind machines that you had to put put in, like oh, one yeah. time. We opened up one from the Dropbox, you know, the return. Yeah. And you open up the thing, and it was like a porno in like some other movie. Oh, I was always hoping that, for that, but then that never... happened. And so we, oh. had, you know, like just threw it away. Like, what? You're supposed to call the dude back. He paid good money for that. Not too bad. If he's gonna look at porn, then you know what? It's his own problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yep. Dude, here's the thing: is I can't figure out. Like, never mind. We have all age listeners. Let's. Let's not talk about porn. <clears throat> so let's move on to Wolverine, as we introduced earlier. Yeah. What did you guys Snickety-snicked. think? Because I, I didn't like this book. Well, uh, whoa, 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 let's, whoa. Let's not jump this Cali. down here. But, uh, so something that's been fun is when I've been able to come here with you fellas. Um, it's always been stuff that I really enjoyed in my youth. And um, this, this was one that I really enjoyed. Um, but I don't think it holds up like the other ones that it we've doesn't. discussed. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. But I appreciate its importance. My thing is, you got to put it in uh, context. At the time exactly. it came out, and for what it was, it was it was awesome. It was yeah, it was it was it was written for teenage boys, right? And when Wolverine's telling you that he's the best there is <laughs> and he kills people, yep. you're like, like Damn dude, right. you see him straight murder people in this book. And when you read it, you're like, dude, this is awesome. Right. But yeah, it, it, I think what you said there sums up the whole thing is it doesn't hold up. There's some things that are great, but the actual storytelling itself, right. it, it, it's just like, oh, it man. was, it was so, it was super important because this was like one of the first things that kind of gave some background. Right. It, yeah. it humanized him. Yeah. And made him just less of a, of an animal. Right. And um, so I, I used to love this thing. And, but yeah, when I read it this time, um, oh boy. Yeah. And, and I, and I love Chris Claremont. He's a hell of a writer. He's, he's written. He used to be. Yeah. But I used to love his stuff and I used to love this book too. But like. Have you read anything else that he's done recently, or just not recently? From youth, that you, yeah, from your youth. It's all nostalgia that yeah. I'm dude. talking about. But um, yeah, he was the shit back in the day, well, man. And but actually, dude, he—I mean, he made the X Men like uh, without a Stanley doubt. and Jack Kirby created it, but it's really Claremont who put him on the map. Dude, no one, yeah, yeah, yeah no one sure. would even remember the X Men if it yeah. wasn't for Claremont, right? And uh, and he was really great about the soap opera type uh-huh. drama stuff. That was like his strong point. Absolutely. And that's what was cool about the X-Men right? is that you had that stuff. Yeah. And and this. Th- so here's the deal is the overall story, like the, the high points of the story are good in this. I think that it's cool that Wolverine had this thing in his past. 
but yeah, like the actual details and how it was written was right. just like oh, it was, it was yeah. so like it was yeah. a slog, man. Yeah, yeah. There's just like um, what's her the 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 the, the lady's yeah, name, dude. Here's the other Mariko thing. Mariko or whatever. Yeah, what you're saying here. I had the hardest time following this because, like, when I'd see, like, a Japanese name, I would just kind of skip over it because I'm like, I'm not going to try to sound this out in my head. I'm just reading it to myself. But then there'd be another Japanese name come up, and I'm like, oh, crap, right. is this the same person that I just read about before? But, uh, but like, his his sweetheart, her... His love is Mariko Yoshida. Okay, thank you, Mariko. Okay, so so her dad was presumed dead, but he just all of a sudden comes back with no explanation whatsoever. I've come up with a good theory... But you shouldn't really have to do that. Right. right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and maybe they explained it a few years later on, and, uh, you know, so, I just never read that or whatever, but... When I came into this, I thought that it was just, like, that stuff that has been happening in the X-Men books that I didn't know about. That's C- how could I, be, yeah. Like, read it, because I was like, yeah, I was confused, too, but... I, I honestly felt like, oh, maybe I should know about this, because maybe it's in the X-Men. Yeah, it... <sighs> So one thing I want to say real quick is uh, Frank Miller did the art for this. Yeah. And it's it's freaking awesome. The art is beautiful. I just want to point out that there's this picture of uh, Wolverine's old true love, uh, Mariko Yoshida. And I want you to see... Black uh, and white photo. Yeah, how pretty this drawing is. And just know that this is the same dude that did Dark Knight Returns. Right, right. Yeah, it's exactly. like there's the Dark Knight Strikes Back. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude... He can do good stuff. Yeah. He chooses not to. You know, honestly, like if you if you didn't know this was Frank Miller, uh, like like when I was rereading this, there's there's a few poses, uh, handguns, there's a few things that I could totally see Frank Miller. Right. But overall, uh, you know, because I never read a lot of the old Frank Miller. I got into Frank Miller when he was doing the Batman shit. Right. So I, I I've I've never even read the like Frank Miller Daredevil stuff. Yeah. So like um so I I don't know old Frank Miller except for this, and so like it is so different. But occasionally there's some poses. <laughs> oh man, that page, that's the okay. <laughs> See, uh, right now Spence is looking at a page where Wolverine is going to invade this house, and he meets these dogs, and in the upper right hand corner is one of the most awesome faces and one of the worst animals I've ever seen in the same panel. It's like a giant badger. The face itself, Wolverine's face in the background, looks like Neil Adams. Yes. Yeah. And then the the dog, it, it, first of all, it looks like someone doing a hand puppet in a flashlight <laughs> the face. But then the legs, the legs are broken. Every single yeah. leg dude, on that poor animal. Joints, dude. Oh, dude. That is the most hideous animal I've ever seen in my life. It's really funny, dude. And a couple of pages earlier, he does a bear that's okay yeah the bear looks although, okay bear uh, looks all right although the bears actually i have i do have a little bit of an issue with the bear yeah because the bear has like uh human forearms dude like like yeah. when i <laughs> yeah. see that i'm just like this that's is true. him trying to like draw a bear but he only knows human anatomy that's what it felt like to me <laughs> and uh, dude a lot of to be honest a lot of comic artists are guilty of this dude like jack kirby was like oops the worst dude. cheers cheers man. <laughs> jack kirby was like the worst at drawing animals dude because he was so good at drawing humans and i think that's the same thing but you you mentioned something what i see in this is I see um, this was before the Daredevil stuff, okay, um, right. and and before Batman and everything. I see Frank Miller here channeling Neil Adams th- 
throughout the whole thing. Ah, like, okay. To me, I feel like this is is him trying to do Neil Adams, and that's why that it makes sense. It actually doesn't look the same as his Daredevil stuff. His Daredevil stuff is a little bit looser. Hmm. Um, and then he got way too loose, dude. Now he's just like, he's just, yeah. if this kind of looks like a person, I'm gonna call it good. Um, but yeah, this is this is a lot tighter. Um, but yeah, I think he is actually trying to channel Neil Adams in this for that sure. Makes sense. Um, I mean, because that that face and then the flip over in the next. Oh, sorry. Uh, one more, like that yeah. that face in the back. That is 100 yeah. percent Neil Adams, Batman. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, like it's, it's interesting because like I, yeah, like there's the occasional pose, and there's some handguns later on that look like kind of more modern day Frank Miller, but otherwise you probably wouldn't be able to. There to is guess an image of, of him jumping through a window with. Uh, yes, Yukio definitely looks like Frank Miller. Sure, yeah. right there, and, and and even that pose on the the next page. Right. Yeah. Right. The yeah. listeners can't see. So, um, that yeah, would be issue two. De- debts and obligations. Right. Yeah, it's a, issue two. Anyway, uh, no, there definitely is some Frank Miller stuff. You see, especially with the arrows, it reminds yeah. me of 300 a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, and like, there's that one panel on one of the issues where you see the hand from uh, above and they're about to like jump in on somebody. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. this one. So it's like the opening page to, I think, issue three, maybe. Yeah, loss. Um, and okay. you see the hand just, uh, you don't see, <clears throat> it's a black mass with arms holding bows and arrows out, yeah. looking down on Wolverine and uh, and that girl. And Spencer's talking about the hand as in the ninja clan, not as in the hand with five An fingers. actual hand, yeah. I don't know who knows. I was just... Thank you, Spencer. Did you know? Did you know that that's where the Ninja Turtles, the foot, came from? Right. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. they were big Frank Miller fans. And here's the thing: I didn't know. I didn't know that the hand showed up here. I thought that the hand was created by Frank Miller in Daredevil because they show up a lot in Daredevil. Um, and maybe Frank Miller did create them. I don't know what the relationship mm. was between writer and artist on this. Uh, and I don't even know if this was the first appearance of the hand. It seems like it is. Uh, because oh, they introduced him and stuff, but yeah. I don't know if Claremont created the hand or if uh, Frank Miller did, because Frank Miller definitely went on to use them in Daredevil quite a bit with right. like Electra and stuff. So, uh, um, but I and the other thing I don't know, and I'm sure the listeners do, and maybe you guys do, but was there a ever before this? Was there ever a hint that uh, Wolverine had? A Japanese um, history? As far as I know, uh, I don't think so. I think this was kind of the first allusion to all that stuff. Right. Uh, as far as I'm aware. Um, yeah, because that played a big part of Wolverine's, who Wolverine yes, was. Yes, right? absolutely. Well, yeah, I, and I know deal. that he worked in a mining camp at one point. Well, and he was a World War One and soldier, well, yeah, World so War Two soldier. He did all sorts of shit. That was so. That that's exactly later. what made this miniseries really cool because, like, when Wolverine came out, nobody knew anything about right. him. Right, and unfortunately, as time has gone on, they've went on to tell his backstory too much. Yeah, too much. I agree. Um, it what made Wolverine cool is you didn't know where he came from. Right, but, like, right. how are you going to tell a writer? not to try to explain yeah. you know like well it's the same with joker or like 
Uh, we haven't learned Joker's origin yet. The movie hasn't come out yet. <laughs> oh my gosh! I want to punch you across the table. <laughs> I was just talking about this the other day. Like there's there is there's a lot of appeal to mystery, right? Like when we when we were growing up, Darth Vader mm-hmm. was the coolest character in the world. You had one line about his past, and then they made these prequels, and you see him as this shitty kid, and like it takes away from. Right, but the, the allure of the character. We are in the age of needing to know everything oh. about every character. But and see, it's I don't think that people irritating. actually want to know. I think that yeah. they, it's just an easy way for companies well, to make a buck. Not even that. It's it's something appealing to do as a writer. Like I can see why Put your as stamp a writer you sure. would want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Because doubt. yeah, you write this thing. You were the one that made Wolverine's origin. Right. That makes sense. But yeah, like when, when I was growing up, when I was reading this stuff, when I was reading Wolverine and the X-Men, like monthly, like when it was coming out, that's that was part of the appeal. Is like occasionally, like maybe once a year, you might get a tiny little tidbit of information. Yeah. Like this stuff. Like, right. oh, he was in Japan. Right. He 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 speaks Japanese fluently. Right. right. So like, he's th- good in bed. <laughs> he's the best he is. Best <laughs> he, he is, what is he at what he does. <laughs> what he does is inseminate. <laughs> Do they say that like every single issue? I yes, swear he does yeah. every issue. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that was part of the appeal of the character. But now there's like you know, I probably every single month of his life has probably been explored at this point. <laughs> but like his diary is written right. But like you know, so you know. But yeah, you're you know you're right. It's an easy way to like be to make your stamp on a character is to like either right. kill them or you know, explain some stuff that's never been explained before. It's like, I could totally see as a writer, you wanting to do this. But I like, would, but like, yeah, but I mean, I'm a hack as a fan. It's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the same thing about your writing, but um, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I could see wanting to do this, but yeah, I mean, they came out with that Wolverine origin story. Yeah. Who wrote that? Was it Jeff Loeb that wrote that? It was drawn by Joe Quesada, I want to say, and written which by Kubert. Which one? Oh, it's Kubert. It's Kubert. Yeah. Kubert did yeah. the artwork. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah, it was uh, was a Quesada that wrote it? No. No, it I, was, I, I, so, I want to say it's really uh, Jeff Lowe, but I, I could know be that. wrong. Uh, anyway, um, oh no, it was written by Bill Hemas and Joe Quesada and Paul Jenkins, illustrated by Kubert. Andy Kubert. So yeah, okay. you're right. Quesada helped write it. All right. Uh, and yeah, and then that told the whole story of him as a boy right. on a farm, banging this chick. Yeah, and I, it rose. Um, and I, I remember at the time it was like a huge deal that it was coming out. It like, was a big deal because right. nobody knew anything before Weapon X. Nobody knew anything about him. Right. Like, like Weapon X was the earliest anybody knew about him. Right. And and. Like, how can you write that and make it live up to whatever it could possibly be in the reader's imagination? Like, to me, it's a disappointment mm-hmm. learning this stuff. Like, yeah. learning that he had a somewhat normal childhood is a disappointment to me, <laughs> like, honestly. Right. Um, yeah, because a lone wanderer is way more fun. Well, like, dude, yeah. Like, a guy that hitchhikes with a duffel bag yeah. and then yeah. goes to t- from town to town. Avenging, right? And again, like Star Wars, I don't want to bring up Star Wars, but Boba Fett, yeah, he was so cool. We're gonna for, learn more about him. Exactly, we're gonna learn out. too too much. Yeah. And like, but like, at least as, I know they made some 
like man with no name comic books. So maybe they have explored his right. beginnings, but I don't know them. Yeah. And right. that's that's one of my favorite characters ever. Oh, He's yeah. the, he literally He's has awesome. doesn't yeah. even have a name. Well, you're yeah. talking about the old western, the man right? With no Clint name Eastwood, yet? yeah. And like yeah. Um, those those series of movies, you don't know a thing about him. He's called he has a different nickname in every one of the movies. Mm-hmm. But like. And that's part of the appeal. Yeah. You just know that he's a badass and that he's the best he what is he at what he does. <laughs> <laughs> and what he does is kill people. So, yeah. So on that note, like uh, our problem, I think, with this book is it's like it is written for like 13-year-old boys. Right. Like, And it's just like he's always talking about how awesome he is and how he can do whatever he wants and how badass he is. Yeah. And I don't mind that either, but it's lazy writing. Yeah. Cause like the, the shit about her father just coming back for no reason, right. which is never explained. And then, then all of a sudden claims that he's not good enough for his daughter. Dude, speaking of bad writing, I got, I understand one that. But... I got one for you. So, um, in these books, like one thing about these books is like, it wasn't meant to be a graphic novel. Like, they recap everything in every issue. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he talks about what his abilities are in every one of the issues. <laughs> that's, He's that's like, true. I can heal and yeah. I have Claws adamantium and inside yeah. of me. Yeah, which is cool because, like, I miss that about old comics is that you could jump in anytime. But uh, one thing I have a problem with is like, um, he talks about in this thing how poison, how he he can heal and the poison doesn't affect him really. Like, right, the, but then he gets poisoned. Well, he gets poisoned. But also, the other thing is, dude, the dude drinks and he's drunk this entire time. If you're not affected by poison, how are you going to get drunk? Like, not that alcohol is poison, but it is. Like, yeah. like it, it, it will take over your, your mental capacity or whatever as we're ev- like giving evidence right now as I'm trying to talk. Um, how can he not be affected by poison, but he can be affected by alcohol? It doesn't make any sense. I, well, I remember reading, because I read a lot of Wolverine back in the day. He has to drink a lot. <laughs> but even dude, then, it, is, sh- it shouldn't affect him. You're dude, right. At one point, he's like completely staggered. Maybe yeah. his history that yeah. they haven't. Yeah. He's walking with it. So he, there's mm-hmm. two loves in this. There's a love triangle thing, right? So he goes to try to get the love of his life. Mariko. Who's getting... Um, she's already... She's married to right. somebody else. An arranged marriage, right? Right. But then he finds this girl who's actually Yukio. more perfect. Dude, I'm impressed that she knows the difference between their names. He, she's actually way better for him. She matches him yeah. better than she does. But she, Mariko is like pure, perfect, everything. And uh, what's the other one? Yukio. Yukio. She's, she's an assassin. She's a and, badass, dude. Yeah. yeah. He falls and, in love with her in pretty much one hour. Yeah. And exactly. she becomes the love of his life. And in she like wants to like help hour. him. And, and he's she's like, no. awesome. And he. I honestly think that he should have, like, even though she killed his friend, he should have just been like, dude, it's cool. You're the one for me. Anyway, the two of them are out drinking, and he's that's true. He so gets drunk up. that he pass out, passes out, dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And how do you know he didn't go to Snake Handler Church before, dude, and was able to take poison? This is what I love about Kelly so much, dude. So he can't drink. He can't drink because he gets drunk. But snake handler poison, he can just he's take, become immune. Yeah, to because he's used it so many dude, times. Did you guys see that YouTube video of that dude messing with a snake? Like he's like this preacher. He's like 
has this big snake and he's shaking it all around saying God will protect me and the thing bites him in the head oh I really want to see that he's down the head and eventually he can't even talk anymore because <laughs> oh. the venom is like taking over his body send that to me I will dude it's the oh, funniest dude. thing ever because he's totally mistreating the snake and it's so sad and, but the snake totally gets oh, his revenge I love that. <laughs> oh. yeah I'm glad but, I uh, came yeah I'm I wonder I if tonight. I wonder if Wolverine, how he could take a snake bite. I was recently in South Dakota. If you ever guys, if you guys ever get a chance to go there, there's a thing called the Reptile Gardens there, which is the mm. biggest reptile zoo in the entire world. That's crazy. They have the top twenty deadliest snakes there, all of Holy them. Holy crap! And it's the only place in the whole world that has Live? all of these snakes. Yeah. Jeez, well, dude. They, uh, yeah, they have the most deadliest snake. I forgot. It fear. It's called like fierce snake or something like that. Dude, the second most deadliest snake in the world is called Common Brown Snake. <laughs> what a lame name, Oh, right? man, that's super misleading. <laughs> uh, that's its defense, dude. Common. Common Brown that's Snake. That's an insult. Yeah. No, wonder, like, the, no oh. wonder they're pissed off. <laughs> Deadly. It's a Common Brown Snake. It's okay. Let's walk past it. Kidding. It Holy you. crap. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, but uh, yeah, that's so such, like such an fu, <laughs> it is, isn't it? You yeah. should go there because they so they have these snakes. They don't. Um, so some places will devenomize the snake, like defang them or something, right. so they don't have venom. But these guys don't, which is cool. Wow. Uh, but they have to have like anti venom on hand all the time, and the anti venom is different for each snake that you got. So, uh, so and it's really expensive. Like I hear it's wow. like. Six hundred, seven hundred dollars per vial for each different snake, but yeah, I wonder how Wolverine would fare against them. He'd be okay. He's the best he is at what he does. <laughs> and what he does is get bit by snakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, like, like we were saying, like the highlights of the story are really good. It's like there's a love triangle going on. He he's fallen in love with this person who's basically trying to kill him. And she kind of loves him back, right? Because she eventually protects him at the very end. Yeah. Um, but Wolverine wants this other, wants Mariko. Instead, dude, this apartment of theirs, dude, cracks me up. It's like in the middle of, like, what? I don't know. Tokyo? Tokyo, yeah. yes, yeah. And it, it's the weirdest thing because it looks like it's only 10 by 10 wide, which would be, <laughs> but you can see it has windows. On, on sides. all sides. It's got to be the smallest, like the skinniest skyscraper ever. It's got to right. be like Kelly's penis, just like <laughs> really long and skinny. <laughs> but what I miss about this is he, the dude's smoking all the time. He gets drunk. That's one thing I miss. That's one thing I loved about this is like they don't show that stuff in No, comics thanks anymore. to Joe Casada. Wait, why is it Joe Casada? Did, did he clean up Wolverine? Yeah, so when Joe Casada um, became editor-in-chief at Marvel... Just so you guys know, I'm going to preface this by saying everything is about to say is bullshit. Go ahead. <laughs> when he became editor-in-chief at Marvel, he uh, said that his character, that characters there would no longer be smoking. And so they took smoking. Right? Yep, took hmm. smoking out of Marvel Comics. Wolverine doesn't smoke anymore. Here's no. the real. He doesn't smoke anymore, but here's the real story. Okay. Is that Joe Casada brought Marvel out of bankruptcy... Solely because he made like mature Marvel adult Knights. themed comic books, yeah, Marvel Knights, yeah, dude, yeah, for the Marvel Knight line. I'm saying for like the average everyday kid buying comics, he he Cleaned didn't have, he 
denounced. He Disney-fied it. Correct. Huh. Took smoking out. I mean, that could be true, but, like, dude, he brought him out of bankruptcy because he, like, made him hardcore. But I think the thing is he split the line. So, like, he made adult versions and then In made... Marvel Knights. Yeah, and then made, like, a regular version. Then the regular... Okay. But you're <laughs> definitely... I mean, I don't doubt what you're saying is completely factual. Yeah, that's exactly why they came out of bankruptcy because the adult line. But then he also made it more kid-friendly on the other hand. Hmm. Joe Casada. Yes, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's Joe Casada that did it. No, yeah. Well, no, it makes sense because he was the editor in chief forever after that, right? So yeah. it does make sense. But and it makes sense in general. I don't think it was him. Like you don't see that on TV anymore. Like it wasn't just it wasn't just comics. It was like everywhere stopped glorifying smoking. That's true. Wolverine would be a vapor now. He would <laughs> oh, jeez. He... <laughs> That's the lamest. <laughs> Dude, I would love to see Wolverine vaping. Holy crap. That seems more like a... Uh, Deadpool thing. A, no, I was going to say uh, <laughs> Scott. What it was Cyclops, dude. He would be a vapor, dude. <laughs> oh man Wolverine vaping good grief no dude Wolverine would could you do could you do a piece of artwork of Wolverine vaping <laughs> I couldn't do it I couldn't bring myself to do it oh, I, I think he would stab anybody who vaped right we could only hope hopefully so. yeah <laughs> I think he's probably on the Patch right now, <laughs> probably because he called him, he called himself Patch for a long time. That oh yes, good it was point. because of the Nicorette very good point. Patch. Everybody thought it was the eye patch, but it was the Nicorette patch that was on his arm. So speaking, so I just want to. It's a very small detail. Oh yeah, I forgot we're talking about the comic. But I really like. I always had a thing for, which Frank doesn't hear, the way that he draws Wolverine claw Wolverine's claws in most of the pictures. Oh, dude, I have a big issue with that. Okay, so so it it comes to um, a point, obviously, yeah. but but then then there's kind of a uh, almost a very uh, what's the word I'm trying to curve? think? Curve? No, there is no curve. There, what he's like, saying? Okay, so up where his hand is, yes, it's rounded, yes, but then at the very end, it's a flat. Uh, blade, it, it, right? It's it's a very sharp angle, yeah, f- from the top down to the bottom, and and I've always, despite this cover, which is completely uh, cylindrical. He's looking at the trade the, paperback correct. right now, uh, but like, f- yeah, you can kind of see it, see it in issue number one cover, it, although it's not a sharp. Uh, the in the decline down to the bottom portion is not quite as sharp as it is later on in in the comic but i always i always really liked that like in this example that we're looking at right here um there is a very sharp decline from the top of the claw it's a, it's a totally straight line down to to the bottom as opposed to just the gradual Point. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, so my problem with this is the gradual point, like what you're saying. Uh, so, what, so what Ryan's saying is, um, that you got two types of claws. One that one that goes at a just gradual angle all the way to a point. Yes. The other one is uh, the bottom of the blade goes straight. The top of the blade goes straight until the very like an inch before the end of the blade and then it cuts down and that's where it meets right yeah like in an angle but to me that means that the blade is flat um it's backwards so the blade so when it goes down to i've always seen it as the wolverine's blades 
or like a knife, as in being flat. Um, that's what it looks like at the end, especially when it uh, does that sharp angle at the end. Right. But at the top, so they come. So these Wolverine claws come out of the top of his hands. Yes. In the movies, they come out of his knuckles. Correct. Right. right. Um, and, and I think nowadays a lot of artists draw them out of his knuckles yeah, because I think that so. makes more sense. If you're going to have a flat blade. Um, that it comes out of the knuckles. But if it comes out of the top of the hands, I mean, to me, and, and here's the other thing. He has these, um, on his gloves, he has these basically... Exit hole things. Doorways yeah. or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. Whatever they are. You guys know what they are. They're just like these metal things on the top of his gloves. So they are rounded, but at the very end of the blade, it looks like it's flat, which doesn't make any sense to me that that part would be rounded. I actually got the reason why I'm talking about this so much is I got called out for this one time uh, before Instagram we used to post our stuff on uh, message boards um, I used to do uh, I still do art but back then I used to post on this message board and I drew what I learned from Frank Miller hmm. right I drew where the blade doesn't come to a gradual like uh, tip I, I didn't want to say tip but I had to <laughs> um, so I drew like like Frank Miller does, but they were like, I got so much shit because they're like, well, it comes out, it looks like it's round, a round spike basically, when it comes out of the hand, but, but the, the tip it makes it look like it's blade. a flat blade, yeah. and but what the way they originally drew it, like in Hulk and stuff, it was just basically spikes, three right. spikes coming out of his hand, not right. blades. That's where he would stab people, but not cut people, right? That, that I guess that's the difference. Like, mm. you know, your spikes are stabbing, your blades are cutting, right? Right. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I got so much shit on that so message board. I, I've, always, fact, from, I've always liked the blade look myself. I have too. I just want to say right now that uh, Franco Francovilla was the guy who called me out on that. Shit, no kidding? Dude. Yeah, he was like, dude, you got to pick one. You got to either have the spikes or blades. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the one that called me out on that shit. That was before That's he'd funny. ever actually gotten any big gigs in comics. But Francovilla is awesome. Um, but, yeah, and... Wolverine or, and Frank Miller doesn't pick a side on this. Like they yeah. start out rounded, I like in order to come out of those little holes. Mm -hmm. It makes so much more sense that they come out of the knuckles. To tell you the truth, uh, in order to have that shape. And there's a couple of pictures of them coming out of the knuckles. I just saw. I think there's some, for instance. That oh, we're, that we're really? Right now. In that? Oh yeah. When he's gloveless, it comes out of the knuckles. Right. Correct. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. How yeah. did they come out? On top, yeah. Um, I wish Frank Miller just knew how to draw. <laughs> so he used to. So here's what I learned: um, that Lynn Ween originally intended his claws to be attached to his gloves. So, uh, like okay. in like the Hulk and stuff, in the very first Wolverine, um, it was supposed to be like if you look at that picture, oh, yeah. it totally makes sense that those claws are just attached to his gloves, that right. they're not actually coming in. Because that's the thing about Wolverine is he was just created as this, like, anti-hero at the beginning. And then the rest of his past had to be filled in. Right. And so originally, yeah, his gloves were just supposed to be, or his claws were just supposed to be attached to his gloves. Like and Freddy Krueger or something. Yeah, it was later that they added in the whole, uh, like, adamantium stuff. Yeah. Okay, so here's a big thing I want to talk about. This, this series has the brown and gold... Uh, right costume right mm -hmm. where you guys sit as far as blue and brown on on his costume here's the thing as as an 
I really the orange and brown kind of costume. That's the one I was first familiar with. Mm-hmm. And so when he switched back to the yellow and blue one. Was that in the 90s? Was that with Jim Lee? Yeah. Or was, was it the Jim before Lee that? It, no, it was before that even. Okay. Because like, it happened in like the Wolverine series that I was reading and stuff like okay. that fairly early on in, in the X-Men. But um, when they switched back, I was like, oh, cool. They're going back to the original. Yeah. And I, so I was like, you know, old school. So I appreciated that. But honestly, like I, I do prefer the, the the kind of orange and brown one. Yeah, me too, dude. So do I. Mm-hmm. It's exact. Like this, like I the way his ears it. are on this, on the where he's fighting Silver Samurai. I know this is not part of the story reviewed, but I love like the way his ears look on this and the the color. Yeah, for That's, the first time, Kelly has the best version possible because his because his he's got a hardcover version of this and it's got some extra uh, X Men bo- content in it, which is really nice. I just have yeah. the I just have the one through four uh, nice, Wolverine Kelly. series. Yeah, Kelly wins. Thank you. Dude. Thank you. Thank you. Good he's job. had a problem by reprinting stories. Yeah, he's yeah. got the best one this time. Job, um, yeah, dude. I everybody I've talked to that is a comic fan, they always say the brown and yellow one, dude. Which is just crazy. Like, why did they go back? And then, like, Wolverine's funny because he just has, like, all these costumes for different situations. Yeah. Like, do you remember the X-Force? He was in X-Force for a while where he did this, like, black and gray and yeah. red costume. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, he's all about, like, customizing his yeah. costume to the scene that he's in. He has a lot more so, outfits than you would think. Yeah, he's like iceberg edition. He's like Cher or something. Yeah. He's just got. He seems like a badass, but he's way too. His closet about is way too full. His yeah. costume and his hair to be yeah. a badass. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't make sense of his haircut, dude. Like honestly, right? The, the Hugh Jackman helped me understand his haircut a little bit, but. Even still, I'm like, oh, dude, I can't understand how somebody could get their hair cut in that way, dude. Right, Kelly? Right. He must do his own hair. Dude, so um, we've been talking about, not so much about this comic itself, but Wolverine in general. Um, you remember when he was Patch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember. How did he get his eye taken out? Or why did he wear a patch? Was his eye fine? Because he just wanted to look cool? Yes. Because oh, really? the X Men were supposed to be dead at the time. Okay. Like, because they had been, uh, they had kind of faked their own death, or I don't recall. But, um, but yes. So when he was Patch, you, it was literally no, 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 no. I don't want any Spencer. <laughs> <sighs> but uh, yeah, he was just wearing an eye patch. He had okay. both eyes. Because then, because when he it was Wolverine, he just had like this black tank top and black pants. Right. And, and I don't know if it was an inker thing because John Buscema was drawn at the time. He all when he he was like Wolverine, um, with his black tank top, black pants, and black gloves. He always had this like noir-ish shadows going across his eyes. Hmm. They recently made an action figure of that um, outfit. And he like literally has that thing across his eyes, like oh. it, like he painted it on That's there. Cool. So like I'm starting to wonder if he just like smeared like Blade Runner makeup, <laughs> Probably. like when Daryl Hannah, yeah, when Daryl <laughs> Hannah got put the makeup on herself in, in Blade Runner. Like I'm starting to wonder <laughs> if that's what he did. 
Because like in, in every situation, no matter the lighting, he had that damn Dark shadow, shadow across his eyes. So I'm starting to wonder, not only does he have extravagant number of costumes, <laughs> but maybe he did his own makeup as well. Maybe I had Wolverine pegged wrong. That's the whole problem, dude, with like, Wolverine's biggest problem is there was too many like hands in the kitchen. Oh yeah, way too many. Like for sure. It could because the thing is, is he's supposed to be the most badass superhero ever, and and I still see him that way. Like, but I sure thought he was back in the day. Yeah, oh, dude. Boy, I mean, baby. he was the coolest superhero back in the nineties. Yeah. Like you had Batman. And like Wolverine, to me, those were the two coolest superheroes in right. the 90s. Yeah, for me, late 80s, I was all about Wolverine. Yeah. Dude. I mean, Wolverine was awesome. Dude, I loved Wolverine so much. He had these claws. When I was <laughs> in fifth grade, I made my own comic book. I made my own superhero. And uh, his name was The Sloth. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> because the sloths have these long claws. Yeah. I didn't know that that's not what sloths were known for. <laughs> when Ex- I made the excellent director. <laughs> oh, right. Good, good memory, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Good. So, sloths had this buddy. Yeah. And he's black, by the way. So, I'm, hey, I'm well, down with Jack Kirby. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, gosh. Dude, so, yeah. So, he had this buddy, and his superhero name was Excellent Erector. Wow. <laughs> How could I F up two. <laughs> Names that bad. So sloths, I thought were known for their claws. Turns out they were known for being really slow. Right. Worst superhero name ever. So slow that moss grows on them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then excellent erector. I just I needed. I I like the word excellent. Excellence is a great word. It's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. It's an excellent yeah. word. <laughs> and uh, I need something else to start with an E. And I remember really it came from director I, sets. I, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. where it came from. I remember watching these commercials for Erector sets, and I'm like, excellent. <laughs> Dang, dude. That's why my, uh, my wife calls me. Oh, dude, nice. Dude, so imagine, like, I'm showing this, and I'm in eighth grade. I should know better. Then, like, 30 seconds later, she's disappointed. But anyway, go on. I should know better by this point, but I'm in eighth grade, and I'm showing it to my friend. And he's like, dude, do you know what erection is? <laughs> I'm like, no, what is it? He's like, it's a boner, dude. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So That's I think so I awesome. changed that character. I still have those comics. Off badass awesome bonerizer or something. That would have been awesome. Sloth and excellent erector. Dude, you think I would have like nailed one of my superheroes that created me? Yeah. But I got them both wrong. And it's Wolverine's fault because he had claws, and I wanted my dude to have claws. He was the baddest, yeah. dude. He was so awesome he, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, he was cool, dude. Wolverine's a cool character. And, if done uh, correctly. Yeah. I mean, well, what is every, every character is and then cool thing if they're is, done correctly. Is he went on to be, like, too legit. That's my problem with Wolverine. Is he went on to be too much part of the establishment, right? Yeah. Like, he went on to run... Yeah. Uh, the Xavier School. He was the leader. This is the guy that's supposed to be drunk all the time. Yeah. And then riding motorcycles. And then right. doing leather jackets. Like Asian chicks every day. <laughs> He's like the Rivers Cuomo of superheroes. <laughs> and if you don't know that, just listen to the Pinkerton album and then you'll know why. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. What's happened to Wolverine these days? 
I don't even follow I don't, Wolverine I don't know. these days. Yeah, too no, much definitely. exposure. He has the Infinity Gauntlet now, I believe. What? Oh, are you serious? No, I'm dead serious. <laughs> it's time to end this show. No, he has like he has like flaming claws. Yeah, he has like flaming heat claws, and then he also what? had. I don't know if he still has the Infinity Gauntlet, but he, he had like, it. He had it for a claws while. For a time too. Uh, that's what he's talking about. No, they're like it's different now. Oh. He did have like, well, like light blades. Uh, I don't think that he did, but the people that were attacking him did, because that was like uh, Wolverine Weapon X series or something. It was drawn by Ron Garney. It was pretty badass. Um, and he yeah, lost I, his hand for a minute. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. In uh, Age of Apocalypse. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, like he had the Infinity Stones or something. For maybe that's still what's going on. Wolverine has the right, right, dude. Marvel, come on, man. And he has like the Phoenix Force and something as well. No, yeah, yeah, something like that. It would make more sense if he just had the Phoenix Force. I think that's a. I'd follow that storyline because he was in love with Jean Grey and whatever. So like, and rage and all that. It's him like cosplaying as Jean Grey because he misses her so much. Like I could see that, but dude, the Infinity Gauntlet. Everybody have the Infinity Gauntlet nowadays. Um. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's uh, Callie was so disgusted he left. Yeah, that makes no sense. And Callie, you don't want to know what my worst thing about Callie is. Yeah, let's talk while he's gone. <laughs> is that he's just such a yes man? You know what I mean? He'll just go along with whatever you guys say. Yes, I think you're right, Spence. Yes, <laughs> you want to know what? Out of out of uh, Mariko and the other one, Yukio. Who would you rather be with? Rico. Really? Yeah, because I'm a douche. I'm a soft, fat douche. Yeah, but a douche, a douche in the traditional sense would go with the other one. All right, so I'm I'm just a soft, just fat weakling <laughs> that wants a normal, nice, you don't, you don't need, pleasant. You want stability. I don't. I don't need some stability. badass assassin chick. Yeah. That's too much for me. Oh, really? I'd have to take her out all the time. I just want to sit at home. <laughs> Yukio needs to go out and like get blitzed and have constant parties all the time. I can do that a couple times a year. And snort cocaine. But, but, but not like yeah. every night. What about you, Kelly? Are you a Mariko or a Yuruko? What did you say it was? Yukio, I think. You, Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it you saw Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I'm more into the rich, the rich one. The proper one oh, or yeah, the, the assassin one. one? The proper. Wait, Same. that's interesting that what he picked out was the fact that she had money, not the fact that she was like the most perfect woman mm. ever. Just oh, the fact that telling. she had money. That's telling, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, to me, when I read them, I think of specifically wealthy heiress or assassin. I think, who can and protect so, I think your proper ass. versus assassin. Yeah, dude, Yukio, who, who for do sure. I need protection from? The hand? Her hand? <laughs> oh, why would she protect you? From not, her if you own hand? not if you play your cards right, buddy. <laughs> I mean, Ryan's nicer than me, but like, I think that that joke didn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, so I'm more of a Yuruko. The assassin? Do you remember? Never mind. What's her name? Yokio? Yukio, I think, right? Isn't it? Yeah. I don't remember. Yukio. I think that she's way more attractive to me. Like, mm. and here's the other thing, Mariko. I don't. If I her. was Wolverine, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be with her. 
just because of who I am. I don't I, like the butch you know, haircut, though, dude. Yeah, he he should be with her, but you're asking me who I would want to be with. Right, him. right. But yeah, he 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 definitely gets along better with. Yeah, uh, like Mariko is too wholesome to be with Wolverine. In fact, yeah. Let's go back to our comic review because we forgot Yukio. we were reviewing a comic. There's this one part where uh, Logan she sees Logan straight tearing people apart right like who does he Mariko? kill in front of Mariko he kills somebody uh, it was the people in the uh, in the play with the dude right. like the samurai guy oh, and yes. then those people and he's like she's never seen me freak out before yeah. right and like, he, was, he was actually yeah. an assassin but yeah. uh yeah, she'd never seen him yeah, kill she's anyone before. Yeah, never seen before. him go Berserker. That, I love Berserker Wolverine. Like, where I actually it's, love that part of this Wolverine. This panel is very Neil Adams-ish as well. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I love that part of Wolverine where he just loses control and he can't. Right. Like, he just kills everything in sight. And she saw that, and now he's just like, well, my my. She's never over. She's never yeah. seen me as a Berserker. It's a side of myself I never wanted her to see. Yeah, she doesn't bother to hide her reaction. She's crying and has her mouth. So that's over. the thing. Is yeah. is I it, say I'm Mariko's family. I don't want her to be with a berserker, dude. I want her to be with somebody who loves her and who doesn't kill people straight up when he gets mad every time. He so should. Um, she be with y- y- Yoshio. And he loves her. He should, <laughs> since he loves Mariko so much, he should have. He should have set her free. He should have just controlled his yeah. anger yeah, like, and uh, not showed off in front of her. White no. thing, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, because he, he should have known that he's a shitty dirtbag that's always going to be in trouble yeah, and always going to be getting... And he should have just... You know, he should have... I mean, her husband was a dickhead, and I'm glad he yeah. killed them. But then he should have just like, okay, take care. You need to be with someone better than me. I'm going to go bang this Yukio chick. But here's the thing, dude, is uh, to wrap this up, doesn't do that he straight up kills mariko's dad right right yeah mm-hmm. in front of mariko basically yeah pretty much and mariko is like i would have done it myself if i could have right like he's all worried that it wouldn't have worked out well it did work out seeing mariko has this weird dad killing fetish and if she sees <laughs> somebody kill her dad she's going to marry you in the temple that's hot, dude. Yeah. They got married in the temple. <laughs> Callie. So they send out a wedding invitation at the very end. Yeah, to the X-Men. Yeah. Well, at the very end of my book, not your awesome yep. book that has more than mine. So, yeah. So they. So the thing is, you think he's never going to end up with Mariko. He does in the end. It's yeah. kind of weak. It doesn't actually make sense. To me, that's the worst part of this story. It doesn't make sense. Like, she saw him straight rip people apart like completely tear out their loins they, they had like blood and guts all over the place yep. mariko the sweet wholesome mariko your everyday next door neighbor she gets into that and she wants to marry wolverine after that so yeah wolverine sends a wedding invitation and says hey if you guys got to recommend you know what we're gonna get married in the temple it turns out that oh, this is little mormon it turns uh, out that eccentric. only uh yeah uh only Storm had to recommend. Uh, in my in my book, at the end, um, after they get the wedding invitation, Storm's in her classic costume that we know as from the '90s cartoon. That was a good cartoon. And then she Probably shows the up best, as the punk rock Storm with a mohawk. That's, that was that's my. Storm, and then they baby. wouldn't let her in the temple because she was black and had a mohawk. I, I don't know. 
Spencer. Wait, was this after 1978? You're not making this uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> accessible for, for everyone. Nobody from Utah is listening to us right now. They won't understand. Exactly. That's the problem. You know what? Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed our review of... Hope you enjoyed our review of Wolverine. I did. Do not uh, <laughs> pick up the book. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Pick up the book if you can find it at a good price because you can sure. flip that shit on you. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, follow us on You're Instagram. You're louder than I've ever heard Sorry. you Sorry. Follow us on Instagram at Cold Storage Podcast. Email us at thecoldstoragepodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, Please email us. If you do, we will shout you out. Yes. So hardcore. You In will fact, get a shout out. we will name an episode after you. Have you guys? If you I don't think you have. You, you've never read any emails on this. Yeah, correct? I mean, we get tons, but we haven't. Yeah, really read any. To, okay, yeah. I see. We'll start reading them. But the next person to email us will read it and we'll name it after you. Fantastic. Yep, I think that's a good deal. Uh, leave us reviews if you feel like you want to do so, and give us suggestions on what to review and how we're doing. Thank you for listening. And good life. Bye. Good life. Good life. <laughs>